freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis. We're going to be talking Marjorie Taylor Greene, some stuff from back in the day that has to deal with our family. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? How's it going? How are you doing? I'm feeling great. Uh, you want to know why? Because it's Black History Month? Always. Yes, this is my favorite time of year. Right. I don't right. know about you, but it is in fact my favorite time of year. No, I also happen to be a huge fan of the women's national team, the US soccer team. Hold up. See, yeah. I, I knew you was gonna do this. This Go wasn't a, this is a behind the scenes and this is on the sibling happy hour, not on our Patreon page, but this is a sibling happy hour. Yeah. We did not discuss that we were gonna I, talk I, about this. No, no, not, no. I'm just I'm just giving a bl- all oh, I'm okay. saying is I'm happy they won. That's it. Okay, all right, all right. Because 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 you sent me a bunch of stuff real late in the afternoon when I was working not discussing it. Okay, all right, all right. Well, go ahead. Saying, right, give your two cents. I'm That's happy right. that they won. The U.S. Women's National Team are the She Believes Cup champions. The She Believes Cup is a U.S. soccer. Uh, See, here US you go. Here you I, go. I, I, tell you what it is and i'm just happy about it can i just give some good news <laughs> that you don't have to participate i'm just giving some good news that's it Why it's, you a sibling, to- it's a sibling happy hour i'm supposed yeah, to participate this is my I, this is the thing i'm happy about today okay and 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 as you should and be now, it's now it's become a thing <laughs> now it's a thing now <laughs> And it didn't just, need to be. I just knew. I just knew because we didn't do no show prep about this at all. No, you sent me I, a bunch I, of things, and I was like, and I specifically said, "Oh, we got topics for the next six yeah, sibling happy hours." Happen. There's really nothing to discuss about this. This just happened yesterday. It's, it's monumental in comparing the men and the women, and yes, there is something to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, there. we can talk about that. Uh, I don't want to talk about that right now. No, I'm just saying that can be another show topic, but that's not. Oh what yeah. I'm just saying that I have I'm happy they won their champions. It's a great organization to empower women and girls in sports and beyond. Uh it, they they um were undefeated. It's them, it was them, Brazil, I believe Canada and Japan. It was great. Uh you can check out the games on Peacock and HBO Max. That's all I wanted to say. <sighs> okay. So Cripes. A friend of mine, a friend of mine. I, okay, I got to bring this up. A friend of mine. Oh, you can, oh, you can bring things up. Well, no, because I know you're going to call me out. So a friend of mine brought it up because I said that you had told me one of your plans was to watch 
the Lady King this past weekend. The Woman King. The yes. Woman King. Okay. Yeah. And my friend who's a male was like, oh, yeah, uh, you going to watch it? And I was like, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. And he was like, didn't you say you was going to go to the movie theater for that? And I said, I did. I did say I was going to go to the movie theater for that. And he was like, and now it's on Netflix and you still not going to watch it. I mean, I am. I just got to mentally get prepared for that. And he was like, sounds like some toxic masculinity to me. And I was like, no, no, I'm making strides. It's not, Listen, I'm making not, strides, right? He's not wrong. You, you know, there are men in the movie. It's not, a, it's not about, come on, time, first of all, I'm not going to take that title as this being me being toxic masculine. Because we know how much I love Wonder Woman, number one. I just can't sit still to watch movies. It took everything in me yeah. to go to the movie theater to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because yeah. I knew it was going to be long. It's just, I can binge watch a TV show. I can watch five hours of a one-hour TV show, back to back to back to back to back. But to sit down and watch a movie literally takes everything in me. And it's got you to be- have to stay still. Well, no, if I'm watching it at home, I can pause it and all types of stuff, but it's still, you gotta, you gotta follow a whole plot yeah, for that long. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I, don't I think it's, it. no, I think I don't like pausing films. Like I don't like pausing movies. I'll pause I'm all the time. I watch a movie. I'm going to sit down and watch it. But if I binge a show, I'm up, I'm moving around, I'm folding laundry, I'm doing things. It's not like I have to sit and fully engage because the whole story is going to be in this 90 minutes or two hours. Okay. Like I know it's stretched out over five episodes and there are some parts where I could be like, okay, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, uh, put some chicken in the, in the air fryer, you know, real quick. Got to you put know, some chicken in the air fryer. Got to do that. You know, you could do these things. <laughs> <laughs> but a go. movie, it takes so much out of me. Like, and he called my and he pulled my card on and he was like you saw black adam i was like i saw it at home i didn't go to the movie theater to go see right. that i was like the only movie theater, the only movies that i've gone to see in the movie theater since the pandemic was i saw ant-man and the wasp was there any other marvel movie that came out that i just oh wakanda forever i saw yeah. that but i think those are the only two movies that i've gone to see you want to know what i've seen during the pandemic at the theaters not a damn thing not nothing <laughs> and I and it's so I feel you a hundred percent. Not nothing, and right. it's not like I'm not excited about these. I was I was excited about the Woman King. I was excited right. about Wakanda Forever. I'm excited about Ant Man. Wait a minute, you didn't go see Wakanda Forever? I have not seen a damn thing since since they said, "Hey y'all, we think this Corona thing gonna be something." I have not gone to the movie. Theater. I could have sworn that you went to go see Wakanda Forever. Nope. Oh. Remember, you wanted to talk about it, and I kept saying, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Are you going to finally... I watched it on Disney+. Plus. I've seen it. All right. It. Oh, no, yeah. but I mean, Ant-Man, are you going to finally go watch that? Adam really wants to go, so if... You I put it, go, you put I his would. name out there. He don't like his name out there on the show. He don't like it. That's... He doesn't... I don't know. What yeah, you put his name out there. Bleep it out. No, I'm not going to bleep it out. That's too much editing. I got other editing to do. His name is just out there. But he's feeling better now. Uh, yeah. he, uh, we ain't going to put his business out there, but he's feeling better. So y'all yeah. going to go watch it together? Y'all going to go this weekend? I don't know. Y'all need got, to go before... This weekend, actually, I think. Oh, y'all need to go before uh, it gets spoiled. I don't know how it hasn't been spoiled for y'all already. 
I literally have not been on social media for like two weeks. Like I didn't take my page down. I'm not taking a break or anything. I just have not been, I just haven't been in the mood to get on it. And I think maybe it's like in the back of my mind, like don't ruin this for me because I saw an article Mm -hmm. about quantum mania and it was like quantum mania broke me. And I was like, Nope, I'm not going to do it. Look, let me just say it's worth it. It's worth it. Worth it. Worth it. it. And I've only had a couple of sips of the drink. It's worth it to go see the movie. I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Seems like you had a lot of sips. No. All right. Now, we said we was going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene and we was going to tell a story about Brother and Sister Day from back in the day. Because you and our brother have gripes. I have a new perspective on Brother and Sister Day that I would love to share. I'm enthusiastic to hear about it. But I sent you... I sent you three things to talk about, and I've already forgotten what the first thing was. You didn't. You just said Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nah, no, 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 no. Look at it. Look at it. That's all I you can't. Yeah, I turned my phone off. You sent me. We'll talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene and her tweets, and the fact that you accused me of never letting y'all pick out the movies that we rented back in the day. That was the entire text. Jay, I know it had to be more than that. that there was, was something I just else. Read you the entire text. This is stuff. Yeah, you're right. There was something else I wanted to talk about that I just absolutely forgot about that I <laughs> got. So I sent you. <laughs> no, that's age for you. That is yeah. age for you. I, yeah. There was something else that I wanted to talk about. What is this uh, shirt? Is this is this Superman yeah, over it, Starry it, Night? I, yeah, you know, it's just some artistic. You know, I got clients that loved it. I had this one client uh, that always would get me Superman stuff. Anything for my birthday. <laughs> And for for Christmas, now it's kind of tough because they find out you like a thing and give you everything from that. And then that thing becomes your personality, and I'm just like, no, you can buy me other stuff. It's okay. It doesn't help that I got the Superman tattoo. For those that's watching the video, I got the Superman tattoo. Let me let me go ahead and flex so you can see that the arms are big. You can see that thigh you call an arm. There was something else before we got into Marjorie Taylor Greene. There was something else I wanted to talk about, and I just swear to God, I just completely forgot. Well, you never communicated it with me, so I didn't. I, I didn't. It was in it. my head, and I was like, "Oh, this would be funny," and completely forgot. I come up with things. I wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "Oh, that'd be funny to talk about." And you know, if you don't write it right then and there, keep and you a go to sleep, next yeah. to your bed. Keep well, I keep my phone next to my bed, but then when you're in that half sleep, half wake mode, and you try to go ahead and, and punch something in, it's, it's easier <sighs> to scribble down a couple words than it is to turn your phone on, open the notes app, start a new note, then type. People see this is the thing about technology. <laughs> People forget it's easier to just take a pen and paper and just write the damn thing down. Uh, it's easier to do that. When was the last time I got you a birthday card? My analog girl in a digital world. When was the last time I got yeah, you a birthday card? When I, I when I came to... because I hate birthday cards. Well, y'all always send me a birthday card because I feel like you like them. Uh, I do hold on to them. Like I've got every single one. Like I found one the other day where uh, I was cleaning. I was doing some spring cleaning, and it was my twenty first birthday, and I still have that birthday card from you guys. And mom and dad. He was like, so proud of you turning 21. I was like, first of all, now that I think about it, why are y'all proud that I turned 21? Was I not supposed to make it here? Because you made it. You're a black man in America, man. You made it. You're right. You're right. 
And I was wilding out back in the day. You know, I was going all up in D.C., you know, bucking shots, running the streets. That's just what I was doing back in the day. You were doing none of those things. All right. I was. That's a bit of exaggeration, but I was doing some of those things. I wasn't shooting in the streets because I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made this far. We all know that I'm not going to make it in jail. You were going to make it because you're an instigator. You like to instigate fights. Okay. I did back in the day. You, yeah. I don't think, well, surprise. Well, hold on. I like to, I liked it. I liked to instigate fights for other people. Yes. Yeah. Not for myself. I knew that one day they were going to turn on you and they'd be like, why are we letting this guy who has nothing to do with this? Wait a minute. Where were you around where I instigated a fight? Uh, it was that fateful day after the baseball game. Oh, God, Lord Jesus. Yes. We and don't I, need to tell that story. Please don't ever tell that story. But it's fine. But I went to the bar. to. No, we brought it up. We brought it up. So we might as well tell yeah. that story. now. We brought it up. People going, people like people asking that was bugging the hell out of us about the unaired episode, which we finally aired. You can catch yeah. the preview on our regular YouTube page and then the full episode on our Patreon page. Uh, and by the way, the Patreon is an app that you can download on your phone or your tablet because somebody asked me about that earlier. You can also access it from your laptop. It's also a website as well. So you can watch it on your... I don't know if it's an app on your television. I don't think think there's a Patreon app on TV. I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I don't know that 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 isn't the case. But anyway, Patreon is an app service. You join, catch our links in any of our bio. You can see it. But... Let me tell you, the, act one of this show is all over the place. It is all over the place because I forgot the the, the thing that I wanted to <laughs> talk about. It's age. It's, and you know what? And you know what? Here's another thing. Uh, this is another behind the scenes for all the people out there that listen to it. I did two interviews already this week that mm-hmm. went 30 to 40 minutes, right? That I'm going to have to edit down. Okay. Me and you did a show. What was it? Sunday? Yes, it was Sunday yeah. when we filmed the after hours. I also did my talking ish show. Okay. So that's four shows that I did in the last four days. Yeah. It was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five days. Now we're doing this show. So it's five shows in five days that I've done. And I've got more and two more interviews tomorrow. So I'm just I'm just this confused. Is, like a full time job. It's <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's supposed to be a damn hobby. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be. It is not. You know what, though? We jumped around three, four different conversations, but I'll get back to you being an instigator anyway. Well, tell the story about, tell that story. We're going to go there. Might as well tell the story. That's a dark time in our sibling relationship. I you think were it's, really mad. Yeah, I think it's the only time. In the 38 years that I've known you, that I stopped talking to you. I think that's the only time. I, you didn't stop talking to me for long because I actually <laughs> apologized. I apologized like that yeah, night and the next day because I knew I was like, yeah. I'm... No, but I still wasn't messing with you. Like, I really was not. Oh, and oh. then there were people at work that were like, come on, your brother's really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and the I was reason. Like, no, forget him forever. Well, no, you had a legitimate reason. I put, I put all of our lives in danger. Yes. Okay. The lead up to this is getting better and better. I know people are listening and they're like, oh my God. Oh, you know what? You know what? If you want to hear the story, if you want to hear the story, 
tune into our after hours episode where we can give you the uncensored story on the after hours. You get get that whole episode, you get the whole story. That's the story that we gotta say for the after hours, because that that really that story, there's two moments where we became besties. Okay. The car rides. When taking I was dropping you, taking, taking, you taking you back to school and me going back to school. And this was the moment where I was like, I need to straighten up my act. Mm-hmm. That 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 this instance that you can catch on our after hour show was the moment that I was like, Oh, I need to straighten up my act. Yeah. And then but, we were good after that. Yeah, because I knew I was wrong. When I'm wrong, hey, look, one thing you gotta admit, when I'm wrong, I'll apologize. Yeah. I ain't one of them type of people that'd be like, I ain't gonna say I'm sorry. I I say I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness. Yeah, that's you how you, I get real. You were very contrite. You were very contrite <laughs> to where people at work were like, "Hey, come on, your brother's really sorry." <laughs> who, who was at work? It was a couple people that came up to me um, because I I want to say Chad, Ramon, maybe there was a couple people that came up to me and were like, "Hey." That were there that day. They didn't. They weren't there at the end of the, at the, yeah. end of the night. Yeah. But they were like, "Hey, seriously, <laughs> <I'm> really sorry." <laughs> and I was like, "Listen, I hear you, but he's dead to me." <laughs> Got Check it. us out on the after hour show where you can hear a story of why one one time my brother was dead to me. <laughs> All right, sis, let's get back into the show because we was lollygagging. But you know what, though? I think people enjoy the fact that we don't have nothing to say planned and then we just go off on a tangent for a full 15 minutes. I think our tight five was right in there. It was in there somewhere. <laughs> well, people don't know about our tight five, but but it might be in there. It actually might be in there. But let's get to more serious topics and let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I'm not going to pull up all the tweets. The most unserious topic you can pick. But no, go ahead. it's serious because she's influential. Influential? Influential. Yeah. She's influential. influential now in the Republican Party. She's a, she's a, she's one of the major voices, not just like a loud voice like she was. They gave her power. Kevin McCarthy gave her power. So she sent out a couple of tweets. I had a couple of different things that I wanted to get your opinion on. And I'm blind reacting to this. Blind reacting to it. And I'm misquoting her tweets because I don't have her tweets. So I'm paraphrasing her tweets. But the context of her tweets are extremely accurate, even though I'm paraphrasing. One of the first tweets was uh, the reason why she didn't want to get rid of any of the Confederate monuments. I uh, said it was the history, the same, the, the repeated things that they always say is the history and, you know, the culture and everything like that. And then she made a point. She was like, she doesn't understand why black people are still upset about that. It's a reminder of how far they've come having the Confederate statues up. That's that's number one. Number two, she called for a a nation divorce, not a civil war, she calls it. We don't want to have a civil war, but the red states and the blue states just need to go ahead and separate it because it's irreconcilable differences. And she brought up instances where that you would have these, uh, when you're going through a divorce, when two people are going through a divorce, they have irreconcilable differences. And she's trying to say that the left and right have irreconcilable differences and the states should be divided into the red and the blue states. She later went on, she later went on to say, that there's so many people coming from the blue states and moving to the red states. And I think that's just 
people moving to Florida during the pandemic because the weather was nice. And well, Georgia was historically and still in a lot of ways is a red state. Um, but you got a lot of blue enclaves because they a lot of they made it really um, beneficial for companies to move their headquarters down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got a lot of people moving down here, a lot of transplants because there's jobs. So um, well, there you go right slowly, there. I mean, um, as far as the general election, this has been a Democratic state. Now our local election still well local is still pretty red um so she said with all these people all these people from the blue states moving to the red states and they want to bring their values to the red state she suggested that maybe that even though they move to the blue states that they still pay their taxes and they still contribute to the states but maybe they don't get a chance to vote for five years that way they can impart their values on on the red states and then uh what was the last one oh there's a ESG and it's the environmental it's it's something to monitor companies and um make sure they're following environmental, environmental social and corporate governance. Yes. So it's there specifically to make sure the corporations are following environmental government government's guidelines. And she mm-hmm. is saying that that's a detriment to companies. Meanwhile, we just had a train wreck and spilling tech, toxic gases and chemicals in East Palestine, Ohio, mm-hmm. all because during the Trump administration, they rolled back some of the protections that the Obama administration put on to make sure that corporations weren't taking shortcuts in transporting hazardous materials. So she is on one. And I say that she's an, she has an influential voice in the party, because she's on a couple of important committees and Kevin McCarthy is saying there's a report that in private conversations, Kevin McCarthy is saying, I'll never turn my back on that woman. And I'm like, okay, oh, good God. Like this is, this is going to be a voice at least for the, the Republican house for the next two years. She got a lot of power and she is on all the, the right wing talk networks every night spewing this stuff and saying that, I know some people that agree with me. She's literally calling for a national divorce between the red and the blue states. So that's all the information I got on her. Go. That, 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 that's that, that. I'm just like, I mean, and go. What part of any of that is not treason? It, all of it is seditious. All of it. Yes. All of it. Um, Boy, talk about saying the quiet part out loud. Um, mm-hmm. Well, taking treason off the table. Yeah. Yeah. This idea of the conscious uncoupling of red and blue states is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life because <laughs> people are not a monolith just because the majority of the people who voted that time voted one way doesn't mean that everybody in that state, they didn't get a hundred percent of the vote. What are 
you even talking about? That's your state too. She's considering your state a red state because she's, that's her district. Her district is definitely red. Oh God. Yeah, I know. I know. As I'm getting it, I, you know me, I don't typically get mad. I look at these type of situations and I smirk and I laugh because I know, I, I know about history and I know how things will kind of play out. I'm like Victor Timely. I'm like King the Conqueror without conquering anything. I know how time's going to end up and I know how history is going to view these people, right? I know what it's going to be in 30, 40 years and how they're going to be viewed. They're going to be viewed like Barry Goldwater, right? They're going to be viewed like, um, let's just stick with Barry Goldwater because he's not viewed favorably at all. But like, so I normally smirk at these things, but she legitimately reading these text messages and watching her interviews. I legit got mad. She's been texting you. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't know. No, please. No. Um, yeah, I'm not mad. I'm disgusted. But the thing, the thing is, this is not new. Nothing she's saying is very new. It's not very revolutionary. It's just the person saying it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that America is not a country, it's a corporation. So the idea of rolling back protections and, uh, you know, the, the prioritization of corporate greed over corporate responsibility, this idea of <laughs> looking at the Republican Party in terms of like merger and acquisitions and things like that, like this, this is, a, I mean, yeah, this is par for the course. Um it's just that we are so desensitized and jaded and disillusioned that a member of Congress can be seditious to this extent on a hugely public platform and nothing is going to happen to her. Nothing. Well, not it's not just Twitter. Like she's posting these tweets on on Twitter, obviously, because you tweet on Twitter. But like yeah. she's on the she's on Fox. She's on OAN. Yeah. She's on what's the other one? She has no right Bart. She's be, like on all of them. She has no reason to be afraid. No. No. Because they gave her power. I, I don't know what they talked about in order for uh, McCarthy to get the vote so they can be speaker. I don't know what he promised to anyone. Hold on. Okay. But he made some promises. I, there I were some things. She got some things on him. I, okay. No, I got a theory. Go ahead. This is unsolicited perspectives. And it's just an <laughs> unsolicited perspective. Oh, I'm right? soliciting it. What's the theory? She gave him some of that good, good. And he was like, she ain't got no, she ain't got no good, good. She well, gave him to, some. To, to, to Kevin McCarthy, I guarantee you that was that good, good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he, to, to Kevin McCarthy, she was sunshine. If y'all don't know who sunshine is, watch Harlem Nights one Please time in your life. Nights. Please watch Harlem Nights. It had to be, it has to be like, I understand she got a little bit of pull to, to that, to that radical right extremist wing. Yeah, they, uh, she is one of the voices of that. And she, pulled, and she got a lot of, she gets, she gets that money. She get them donors. She gets them donors. And unfortunately, and this did not start with Trump, but unfortunately <laughs> the Republican party over the last 15 years have backed themselves into a corner. It was 08. 
It was, yeah. Sarah, it was Sarah Palin. It was it was them yeah. giving Sarah Palin a voice. That's yes. they had all that stuff in yeah. check. I'm sorry, but is not Lauren Brobert Sarah Palin like they even look identical? Yeah. See, this is my thing. I, this <laughs> is what's cr- this is what's crazy to me. Here's the misogynistic side of me. All right, here's what's crazy to me. Lauren Brobert is absolutely prettier than Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. Yeah. Marjorie She's more as- is a Baba Yaga. She's an old witch in the forest. <laughs> what, is, about, what is a Baba Yaga? Is that just a new term? Witch. <laughs> no, talk about is that technically is that a name that you came up with or is that a literary <laughs> term somewhere? Baba Yaga is a Russian forest witch. <laughs> you always coming with some educated. <laughs> I never knew nothing like that before. I believe, I believe the witch from Hansel and Gretel was a Baba Yaga. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So she, she, what's it called again? A Baba Yaga bitch? Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get together. Let's get together. Oh. Yes. A, a Baba Yaga Yagich. No, Marjorie Taylor Greene looks like a dry. <laughs> just looks like a dra- you know them old brooms <laughs> <Them old brooms. laughs> you, know, you know them old straw brooms right where, yes where you're sweeping and a little bit of straw will come off the broom and it's yeah. like i'm pretty much sweeping the broom at this point yes. it looks like a dry straw broom okay all right but back to my main point because we gotta get back we gotta get back <laughs> We gotta get back. Back to my main main point. Stop making that face. Stop. <laughs> back to my main point is Lauren Bobard is is more attractive. I'm not attracted to her because she's so idiotic. Yeah. To me, she ain't AOC. She hey. had quite a following on FarmersOnly.com. I can believe it, but uh, she's so she's more attractive. But she doesn't have. She didn't raise like she was almost not reelected. Like it was a close race. So mm-hmm. I don't under, and she says the same things that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene says. So I don't know what it is because it's not like Marjorie Taylor Greene. One has glasses, one doesn't. Oh, okay. Lauren Brobert is brunette with glasses. Ain't nobody listening to her. Marjorie Taylor Greene is blonde. People I, are listening to her. I thought the, I thought the stereotype was. I don't know why. Yeah, I thought the stereotype with blondes is that they weren't bright and that people didn't listen to them. And that I if you said that they were bright, no, 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 I, I'm listen- just talking about the stereotypes. I, I, I'm just talking about the stereotypes because I no, know I'm talking about the stereotypes. I used to be blonde, so listen. To- I I bleached my hair several times. I used to be blonde. We're not talking about that. I don't remember that, but okay, We're let's about move the stereotypes. on. Stereotypes. Yeah, Blond- blondes have more fun. Why? Because they get more attention. Oh, okay. Mm. But the but the but the you know bookish. Sarah Palin looking types. I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't Listen, know. Sometimes misogyny has its place. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it from you heard it from my my title for my sister is is the black feminist supremacist or extremist and she's sitting there saying misogyny has its place okay well you know what i don't feel so bad about watching i'm not watching the lady king no 
it's the woman king and well, should be bad because you've messed up the title. It's well, literally woman king. That's it. You've messed up the title now 17 times. And that is I why knew it was female gender mm-hmm. and then something king. If I keep well, saying lady and woman, sex, at least I did. Gender. Uh, okay. Female is the biological sex. Okay. Woman would be your gender. That's what I said, didn't it? I said no. gender. You said female gender. Okay. We're not about to get into that. It's going to make me more confused. Now I'm confused, honestly. Yeah, I'm confused. Well, I ain't I ain't gotten past the Hansel and Grandel. And what you call it again? It's a Baba Yaga. I need you to look at <laughs> Look, this Baba Yaga. Straw broom Baba Yaga. Look, this Baba Yaga. Got a lot of influence in the Republican House Party in the House, not yeah. the Senate, not they the Senate. Children. Well, this <laughs> that's what they're accusing the Democrats of doing. <laughs> they would say, well, you know what? You dealt it. <laughs> that's that's how, I was just getting ready to say how you throw somebody off the scent, you blame mm-hmm. another person. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I and I have to keep saying. She doesn't have a major influence on the GOP. She has a major influence on a sex that they have backed themselves into a corner. Well, she's she's got a hand or two. Yes. But she's got some power in the House. But the Senate, I I don't really want to give the GOP Senate too much credit. But I will say that they are calling out the people in the House. And let's make it clear. The Senate has to be that when somebody is elected to the Senate, the entire state votes on them. When somebody mm-hmm. is elected to the House of Representatives, it's a district. Like 48 people voted for you. Yeah, well, it's a little bit she got a little bit more than 48 people, but but it can it can't well it's not no. The it's the, not, the, the, the state Trump, state Trump. no state representatives can actually it can be that small. Uh but not not Congress. How many people I would like to know the statistics. How many people are voting for congressmen in like North Dakota? I don't know why I see the Dakotas as uninhabited. Everybody always well, well, because they say that there's more people, there's way more people in like New York City than in mm-hmm. both the North and Dakotas combined. I think they said North Dakota, North South Dakota and Idaho is more people in New York City than in all than compared to all yeah. three of those states. Cuz you know, they got a lot of land and not a lot of people. I would I would not want to be on Tinder out there. (laughs) Listen, it's like three of your cousins, your third grade teacher. It's sad. Miss Roberts? (laughs) (laughs) Joe grown up. (laughs) Miss Roberts got to be 67 years old, 60, 70 years old. Roberts need love too. Uh, Well, nah, she was mean. She was mean to her students. Yeah. She was a tender lover. <laughs> okay, sis. It's now time to talk about Brother and Sister Day. And I'm I'm interested to find out what your new perspective is on Brother and Sister Day. But for those people out there who obviously don't know what Brother and Sister Day is. How would they know? Right. I am the oldest of me, my sister, and our younger brother. My sister's in the middle. I'm the oldest. Obviously, our brother's the youngest. And it's a four, it's a four-year difference between me and my sister and a five and a half year difference between me and my brother. It's a year and a half or 
about between them. It's a year and a half. Okay. It is. Mm -hmm. It's exactly, it's almost exactly a year and a half uh, Mm -hmm. between them. And because I was so much older and they always had a tight bond, I always took it upon myself to be like, hey, we're going to do brother and sister day. We're going to do, we're going to be close. And I don't know if it was because subconsciously I saw my mom and dad not be really close to their siblings Mm -hmm. and that I wanted to make sure that I was close to my siblings or if I just wanted to make them do whatever the hell I wanted them to do. I don't know which one it is. They'll tell you that I was selfish. Uh, It probably is a little bit of both. I think you were bored and lonely. (laughs) (laughs) But I had friends. It's not like I... Whatever day you you woke up that day and decided (laughs) it was brother or sister day. <laughs> well, it we, meant you wanted to do something and you weren't going to ask your friends to do it. All right. So we know me, and, mm-hmm. and I only have a certain amount of bandwidth for people. Right. But so it might have been, hey, I don't want to see my friends or kick it with my friends today, but I kind of don't want to just sit and play video games all by myself. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it brother and sister day because they were random as hell. There were there was no rhyme or reason. <laughs> I would just wake up in the morning. It's brother up. and sister day. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, the title of the day belies the fact that we had no autonomy or agency in 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 the planning of the day, the choosing. None. We we had no no say. So this it is where y'all. This is where y'all say. You know, it was all about you, Bruce, and it was just your day. And 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 I was I like, mean, I get it to a certain extent because it's true. At that time, like growing up, it didn't really seem. You know, there's a big age gap between our mom and her younger siblings. Our mm-hmm. mom's the oldest, and then our dad's the youngest. Right. And there's an age gap between him and his siblings. Not as much, but there's an age gap between him and his siblings. So. Um, you know, obviously, like I remember them at holidays and things like that growing up, um, where we would go visit or they would come and visit us, but it didn't seem like, it wasn't like my parents called their siblings every day to chop it up. Right. <laughs> okay. They did not. And, but they did a lot and reinforce within us, hey, we're not always going to be here the three of you need to be close. They did do that. They did that a lot. You're right. Yes. So I think the idea of Brother and Sister Day was born out of that, which is very admirable. The execution. Execution was piss poor. It was terrible. Well, it, and and I was an older sibling, and I can openly admit that I selfish, that I, I was... I don't know when I got rid of my selfish nature. It probably didn't happen until I was around 30. Probably yeah. selfish all the way up in there. And mm-hmm. selfish, is it? <laughs> selfish, self-absorbed, definitely. Uh, you were a brat. Yeah, I was a brat. And, mm-hmm. and my boys would tell you, uh, good God, like we would go out to the club and if and if I didn't find a woman that night, it was a bad night and it was going to be a bad night for everybody. Like I was, I was not a good friend. Mm. Uh, sometimes I was not a good brother, mm. but it, I remember, and of course you wouldn't remember cause you weren't born. I remember uh, begging mom and dad for, I said, brother at first, I said, brother, 
Mm-hmm. But when you came, it was like, I got a little sister. Yeah. And it was like, you're my little sister. And I changed our younger brother's diapers. It was like, I loved you guys. And no, I was. And there's a big difference between eight and 12. Yes. 13 and nine. And that's just going to the age difference between me and you, 16 and 12. Like, like there's a big, even though it's only four years, like there's a big difference. But I always yeah. wanted to make it a point like, hey, I'm out here doing things. I'm going to this town playing basketball. I'm going to this tournament. But y'all know that I, I rock with y'all, right? And so to me, it was just like showing love, but also it was showing love with doing the things that I wanted to do. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I never really, the, the going to the video store is the one example that I know that y'all always bring up that we watch the same movies over and over and over again. Yeah, it was above the rim. Um, what else would we watch? I feel like I four and Fear the Black Hat. Fear the Black Hat. Depending on what mood that we was in, it was either yeah. If you were feeling dramatic, oh, we're watching Above the Rim. If you were feeling really silly, it was Fear of a Black Hat. If you were feeling kind of silly, it was CB4, and that was that was it. That was subs and pizza bowlies, and we got pizza bowlies. Shout out to pizza bowlies and mozzarella sticks and Philly cheese steaks. I have there has never been a time in my life where I've liked sub sandwiches. Never. All right, but hold I, on. I hate sub sandwiches. I would always make brother and sister day. When I got into high school, brother and sister day, like literally, my boys when they watch this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, so your parents didn't say that you couldn't go out?" Because I would tell them, "It's like mom and dad saying I can't go out because I went out last night." I would lie to them because I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay." Mom and dad were going to go out. Y'all were old enough to stay in the house by yourself. And I was just mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm just going to stay home. We're going to make it brother and sister night. Because I remember, and I don't know if you remember, when we were living in Columbia, uh, when we were young, I was 11, you were seven, at, uh, our brother was five and a half, six. Nick and Knight was our thing. There was. You know, we would stay up watching Nick and Knight. Dick Van Dyke show. And during that time... I felt like that was important for us to be tight. Yeah. But I'm naturally a loner. But at the same time, I do not remember you during that time. It was Except was, in the evenings when we were watching TV because you were playing basketball. Because I'm a loner, right? Like I'm naturally a loner. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, but I need to spend time on brother and sister. But it was like, all right, but I got to also have my time where it's just me doing my own thing, whether it's me going yeah. to the basketball court or me down there playing Sega Genesis. Lakers versus Celtics was my best friend. <laughs> was, yeah. Was my I, I like that game, too. I was always the Portland Trail Blazers because they made all the threes. Okay. but <laughs> So your new perspective is exactly what from that? Well, so, and I mean, you can get a little glimpse of it in just your explanation just now. That sometimes you felt like you didn't have the bandwidth to deal with people, mm-hmm. but you had enough to deal with your siblings. Like we didn't have the language at that time to know that, okay, I have anxiety or I ha- I'm introverted and I don't have, I don't always have space or capacity for other people. 
And we didn't have, we didn't have the language. And even if we did at that time, other people didn't have, you know, we grew up in an era where mental health was still very much stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I'll tell you, like, Hey, I got, I, I'm loud and proud about mine now. I got a therapist <laughs> and a psychiatrist. Okay. And I just moved up my therapy from, <laughs> from once every other week to now I'm doing it every week. Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem. Ain't no shame in my ain't game. No, look, ain't no shame in that at <laughs> all. I'm on antidepressants. Well, I tell you see the smile on this. This is genuine. <laughs> and you know what's fun? What's funny is that for the most part nowadays, nowadays, the majority. I'm not going to say for everyone. The majority of women is not hard to convince. Hey, you should talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. But there's still a stigma with men talking to somebody and and among men because women are really like hey guys go to therapy right right right. among men (laughs) and and i have some friends and i have some friends and i'm not gonna put them out there who what their names are because that's just not what we do on the show but but i'll tell them it's like yeah i have anxiety it was like really you got anxiety i was like yes bro like I tell the story, and these are people that i've known from from high school i was like yeah bro you remember when they had to rush me to the hospital Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I had a panic attack at the age of sixteen when they had to rush me out of the hospital. Like yeah. somebody, somebody, yeah. whether mom, dad, the doctors, some counselors at school, somebody should have known. Oh, this cat got anxiety. Yeah, but the but I didn't really see that I had anxiety until my ex wife, who I who I credit for pointing out to me and showing me in my own eyes. Oh, you're anxious right now, and I was mm-hmm. like, What do you mean? I would do these nervous ticks where I would. If you're watching a video, I would do like this when I'm watching TV and she would be like, oh, you're nervous right now. You're anxious right now. What's going on through your head? And I I couldn't recognize it. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be like, I'd be like, no, I'm not anxious or nervous. She's like, but your body will tell you. Your Your body body will tell you. Hey, girl. (laughs) Well, uh, no, I'm talking about me. Okay. Okay. I I had panic attacks. I'm luckily, uh, I haven't had a, a bad panic attack in years, but. I would be pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself. And I didn't, because I did not realize right. you on the verge, honey. And then my body was like, oh, since you're not going to acknowledge it, I'm going to let you know by just, we're just going to shut everything down shut right everything now. Down. Uh, your body will tell you. So yeah, I, I looking back on it. And it just really, I really love that Gen Z is growing up in a time mm-hmm. where mental health advocacy is just huge and people are really Which, in their therapy era. <laughs> but our generation, Shout not everybody, them. but our generation will call them soft and weak. And I'm like, nah, these are the strongest ones because they realize yeah. that well, Gen X and millennials will call Gen Z soft and weak, right? And I'm saying- millennials are the ones that started going to therapy. Mm, and bring- the younger millennials. You forget I'm no, on that line. Cause yeah. I'm on that line. And and Gen what I, X, Gen X, they self-medicate. Oh yeah. Th- that was a cocaine era. Yeah. They Some self-medicate. of them still doing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> but millennials are the ones that were like, you know what? I know that everybody's going to look at me funny at Thanksgiving, but I'm going to therapy because I can't, I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> something's not right here. Okay. I'm something's not right with me. And I'm, I'm just going to do it. Cause I remember when I first started talking about my mental health and the kind of like 
side eye looks I would get, especially from like older family members and people telling me to pray about it. I was like, you know, yeah, pray and about the thing it. I used to say is how do I know that the answer to my prayer isn't therapy? Right. So I I think it's growing up in that time where mental health was still stigmatized. And then also not having the language of saying, I feel really anxious, but being around my siblings and doing something familiar gives me a sense of control and gives me a feeling of calm. And so I'm going to do that right now to kind of cope with these feelings of anxiety that I'm having. And Mm. so I'm going to watch the same movie. I'm going to eat the same food and I'm going to hang out with my siblings because I know that even though they don't like any of this stuff they are still excited to spend time with me and they still want to do it did y'all not like any of this stuff come on now we still quote we had fun, yeah. we had, we had fun ribbing you about the fact that we're doing the same thing but you know they say um that a coping mechanism for anxiety and i do this is watching the same thing over and over watching the same show watching mm. the same movie that's because I know how it's going to end. There's no surprises. I have complete control over the situation. I can skip over the parts I don't want to see. I can rewatch the parts I do want to see. So you're watching the same movie, eating the same food with two people that you've known your entire life hmm. that know you through and through because you're having this is uh, you're not feeling like yourself and you need to get back to baseline. Wow. I did not realize that's and what that's I was why doing. Brother and Sister Day was so random. Uh huh. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> random. <laughs> it was random for sale. It was like, we have a Brother and Sister Day today. Yeah. And think about it you're getting calls from your friends. Hey, let's go out. Let's go out again. And you're like, I just don't have it in me to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do something comfortable. No, I'm going to stay home and, and kick it with my siblings and watch the same movie and watch CB4 again and eat pizza bullies again. I do like subs now, but only from Firehouse. That is not an ad. They just make really, really good subs. But if y'all want to buy an but ad, if they do want, want to buy ad spaces, delicious subs. Um, but no, at the time, I hated sub sandwiches. Uh, hated them. But the mozzarella sticks, though. I love some mozzarella sticks. And like remember, I, remember the cheese fries. We put the bacon in the cheese fries and everything and like that. Not get like wedge fries down here and in in the foil tin covered in the mozzarella cheese you can't get that down here and it drives me insane also i miss 7-eleven but that's <laughs> there's no 7-eleven down there 7-eleven stops in like virginia maybe north carolina wow i didn't know that there's no 7-eleven there's no wild watch out there's nothing down here we got racetrack and quick trip those are our oh lord but they're very good also. I do enjoy it. And once again, if y'all want to buy ad time, go ahead and buy an ad time. Jay, I, that's, that was a very, hmm. Wow. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. But mm-hmm. yes, that's yeah. absolute, that what you just said makes absolute sense. Therapy. Yes. Yeah. No. And, and, <laughs> and, and it's funny because, like I said earlier, I've been trying to get on certain friends. Uh, because because I'm open to talking about my anxiety, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's no shame in it. it it's funny because I'll talk about my anxiety and still say, <laughs> and in the same breath, still say, "I'll smack you in your mouth if you talk slick." <laughs> like like yeah. like it's 
decreasing my manhood somehow by talking about my anxiety. But no, that's not what it is. And guess what? And I tell people, especially after the pandemic, are experiencing. I mean, the the I, I just actually I read a study not that long ago where it's men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women. Like it's mm-hmm. especially after the pandemic, especially among black men, the rise in suicide rate. We need to start talking about. We need to start talking. I feel anxious. We need to start talking. That about song. That's, I feel sad. Yeah, that strong know. silent type. That's not a good thing. That's they don't live long. No, they don't. Stroke, heart attacks. Yeah. That's that's what happens. And so I would try, I'd be trying to tell my friends, like, hey, like, I'll see certain, because my ex-wife, once again, I credit her, pointing out, oh, these are mannerisms of, of you having anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you need to, what's going on right now? You need to examine it because you're you're trying to project it outward, but you're not, you're not dealing with what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I'm not anxious right now. And then she would ask me certain questions and I'd be like, well, you know, I guess this has been on my mind and this and that. So I have certain friends that I've known for years and they'll have certain looks on their face. And I'm like, you're anxious right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm just thinking. My, I, you're anxious right now. Well, I just feel some type of way. Yeah, you're anxious right now. Like <laughs> yeah. you zoned and disassociated all the way out. Or yeah. Yo, you've been drinking a lot lately. Or You've been eating a lot. Like, like, mm-hmm. why are you always talking about all these restaurants and bad food that you eat? And you've been eating a lot lately. Like, these are all things that people do to deal with anxiety and stress yeah. and depression, right? And anxiety can lead to depression. Like, people just say, well, depression. And, like, they're intertwined. Like, they're intertwined. <laughs> they're yes. intertwined. So it's, it's crazy that we started off on a topic talking about Brother Sister Day and ended up talking about anxiety, depression, and people that don't want to acknowledge the fact that they got anxiety and depression. Y'all better stop playing out here. It's for real. Yeah. They used to say salt was a, was a silent killer. Nah. Anxiety, stress, depression, those are the silent killers. For now, all of that, all of the things that we're feeling. You're right. But on that note, uh, Jay... What you got to tell the people out there? Happy Black History Month, y'all. <laughs> We're still bigger and blacker than ever. Yeah. And on that note, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, howdy 5,000.